0: rising peaceful rising today i have z and she has a podcast on anchor and it's the black wellness journey and she's also a trichologist here in the washington dc area and she works for a well-known hair salon called lock love and hello z
1: hey billy
0: (laughs) You know, I am ecstatic that you actually decided to join me on this first official recording of What Are You Tired of Tuesday, Tired Tuesday.
1: What are you tired of Tuesday?
0: <laughs>
1: I thought it was such a great idea. The moment you said you had the idea, I'm like, oh, my God, that's going to be great. Like, uh um,
0: Yeah, I just, you know, and it's actually a platform where people can, you know, no one wants to hear you complaining. And it's not a complaint. This allows you to vent and just have someone to share it with. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out here who are tired of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But, no, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and nobody really wants to hear you saying what you're tired of. So this will give you a platform to share what you're tired of
1: hmm. Yeah. I just see this being um something that you can easily do with anybody and get really great content from it.
0: And I'm actually looking to do a work edition of What Are You Tired Of? Because, yes, I'm yes for I think that, that would be very popular.
1: <laughs> yes. Like that you could can't... be just five to ten minute snippets.
0: Yes. You know, because oh, you can't share a lot of stuff at work. During a mm-hmm. meeting, so you have to have somewhere where you can share that not everybody at work wants to hear what you're mm-hmm. tired of either.
1: Mhm, yeah, definitely, yeah, so. oh yeah, I think that would be great. I can't wait till you do the first one at work,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but this is today's edition is centered around customer service, of course, and I had an experience Saturday where I decided I would treat myself. Well, earlier in the day, it was a very synchronistic uh, event that went on. I lit an incense, and I was sitting on the couch, and I put the – the lighter fell on the floor, clearly, because later on in the evening, I sat down to eat the leftovers, and I happened to look, and the lighter was underneath the couch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. I would never have known that had I not sit here. So mm-hmm. anyway, I – you know, I was like, well, I think I'm going to take myself out for dinner. And Mm -hmm. I went to the restaurant and of course I was greeted by the wait, the staff and seated. And I'm sitting there for a minute. And soon thereafter, I'm like, okay, no one has come to the table. I thought it was my imagination. I was trying to give them a minute, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it took a little longer than I anticipated. So Soon thereafter, a young lady approaches the table and she doesn't even introduce herself. She just comes to the table. Have you been helped? I said, well, what's your name? And she tells me her name. <laughs> that part. <laughs> that who part. are you? And you know, we've been in the customer service industry for a long time. I work mm-hmm. with patients. There's no way in the world I would be able to walk up to a patient stretcher and push them anywhere without telling them who I am. Mm-hmm. And so, and even at the hair salon, you know, we, we, we used to introduce ourselves at the hair salon to the, to the clients. Right. So anyway, she, she, have you been helped? And I said, no, well, you know, she tells me her name. And so I went and the menu. I didn't do correctly. Like, you know, you have to scan the menu. So I scanned it, but clearly I didn't scroll down far enough. So when she came to the table, I had not been, I wasn't prepared to order. So I said, well, I'll order a drink, and then I will have, make, have made a decision by the time you come back. So she, I says to her, I like a sidecar. And she says, a, a what? I said, a sidecar? She says, what is that? I said, well, it's uh-uh. a drink. <laughs> and so she says, a what? I said, sidecar? S I D E C A R, sidecar.
1: sidecar. Mm-hmm. And she,
0: the, the tablet she has, she kind, of, she went to look for it on there, and then she just stopped. She said, "Well, I'll have to ask at the bar, but I've never heard of that." I said, "Well, if the bartender responds the exact same way you just did, please just bring me a blue moon." <laughs> right that part (laughs) just bring me a blue moon so she goes and then the table across from me they're looking around you know they had finished conversing and so the young man that was he's looking around and so the waiter who was assigned to the table comes from the outside because initially she told me that your waiter is caught up outside so he came in i barely understood what he said in reference to his name and then he says well she's going to take care of you and he walks away well while I was sitting there waiting for her to come back with that drink the table across from me the gentleman is sitting there again and he's just looking around and then I hear him ask his wife where's the bill Immediately, I got up, gathered everything I had, and walked right out the door. I was like, okay, clearly this is not going to get any better. <laughs> and I, as soon as I left, I found a penny from 1975, no sooner than I walked out the door. Mm. And I got over to Shaw, Howard, the train metro station station. And Mm -hmm. I was trying to make a decision if I was going to write a review on Yelp. Mm -hmm. And so it's a Black-owned business. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe I won't do this. As soon as I got to the bottom of the escalator, there's a penny from 1980. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But I I chose not to, I still, I did, I just chose not to write a review because it's a Black-owned restaurant. And but customer service has to get better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I agree with that. And just off of going into the cosmetology world. um, Now my background is not in cosmetology. Yes. Um, You know, it started in the restaurant industry actually. And and then I got into cosmetology as my second career. Um, and so I think that there was, there's always been in most, let me just say most places, um, whether we're talking about restaurants or hotels, um, I've, I mostly worked in restaurants. I actually, I don't think I've, I worked at, oh, I was a hostess at TGI Fridays when I was really young. But, um, but yeah, like, there was always a disconnect between the front of the house and the back of the house. So servers, waitresses, hostess, um, with the cooks or the chefs or whatever. Um, And them not really liking each other much. Um, And not, not necessarily not liking each other, but just being annoyed by what, what type of things that the opposite staff or or team member can do with their position. So the front of the house always has the upper hand to be able to uh, blame everything on the staff that can't be seen. Mm -hmm. So, and that's kind of one of the unspoken rules, right? You, If it's really bad, (laughs) if it's really bad, you kind of just blame it on those who you can't see and, you know, kind of like soften the blow a little bit. Um, and then just take care of them as much as possible, right? That's the idea. Um, But people will just maliciously blame it on somebody that they can't see and then act like it's really their problem um, and not do the other side of it or finish off the rest, which is taking care of the client or customer. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Even in cosmetology, I've seen, you know, a lot of frustrating stuff. <laughs> the same, that is that is pretty much similar across the board, no matter what kind of industry you're in. Um, just not having, just having a lack of care towards just your basics. Like, you know, accommodating someone, making them feel like, they're in the right place you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying introducing yourself like you know what what it what is it that they're there for if you have a a system scheduling system it might be nice if they knew that you knew who they were um some people like to hear oh hey miss you know Kathy you're here for a you know nail service with Tanya okay come this way kind of a thing um you know, and some people honestly feel like that's doing too much, um, and so it's not done in a lot of places. Some places don't even know you should. But you know what? I'm tired of.
0: What are you tired of? Z on his Tuesday. I
1: <laughs> I am tired of people in the hair industry that. Don't put the client
0: first. Yes. yes. And you know, I've been around hair industry since the late 80s. And the client Mm -hmm. should always be first because they are your bread and butter.
1: Exactly. Like literally without them, you have nothing.
0: Nothing. Same thing in the medical field. Patients come first because without a patient on that table, I have no roof Mm -hmm. over my head nor a job to go to. Yep.
1: Same with the restaurant industry. If someone doesn't walk through the door, then you're sitting at home.
0: Absolutely. So, because you're not me. Absolutely. <laughs> so, what has gone on in the hair industry that has just gotten you a little bit tired?
1: So, hmm, so, uh, I mean, it could be so many things. Um, like, we can go on and on with yes. that one. Um, seriously, the. The fact that I keep hearing, you know, as, as new new clients come in, right, I, I I tend to ask them for their story in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of times I'll ask them about their previous experience. Like why, you know, almost like why are you here now? Like what brought you through these doors? You know, how did you find us? How did you get here? What was your journey like before you came? Um, and I I am I'm tired of the ratchetness in the hair industry. Like, why? Why are we not professional in a professional environment? Like, I get, I get informal environments. There's a difference between informal and unprofessional. Yes. Yes. The informal just means not stuffy, not over the top, you know, not going the extra, extra mile. Mm. Not even that because you can still go the extra mile and be informal. It's just a way it's just a swag you have when you do it. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. So I, I think that is my biggest pet peeve. Biggest like yeah, biggest like that literally drives me crazy and I just keep hearing them stories like mm
0: -hmm. and you know during my time in the hair industry when I worked with you guys over at Lock Love the main thing that I would the customers would say the clients would say was their the shampoo is what was the thing for them a lot of times And It was significant. It was very significant (laughs) because here's what happened. When I started hair school, the instructor came in and she introduced herself. And she said this, everyone in here will not be the top hairstylist. She said, but keep in mind, the service doesn't start at the chair. It starts at the bowl. They can get in the car and restyle their hair. But if they get in there and it doesn't feel clean, that's a whole other issue.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so that was mm-hmm. my niche. That's what made me... Well, I like shampooing, but that's why I did not mind it. I enjoyed it because I know no one wants to play in dirty hair. You hope.
1: You hope nobody does.
0: <laughs> you hope. You definitely and hope so, nobody does. Yes. And <laughs> if they do, then you need to think twice about being bothered with them. But yeah, the shampoo okay, is, is what people hard. have always appreciated down through the years because... They can anyone. They can style their own hair, but they a lot of people don't enjoy shampooing their own hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But customer service, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it is it is it is a prelude to the experience. And yeah. if the customer service Definitely. starts out bad, you just you have to try to redeem that. Otherwise, you can just stick a fork in it because it's done. Mm-hmm. And people Definitely. really need to really. Bring it now, because I said, even before I departed the hair salon, I used to train when I was training the assistants, I would tell them, you are now the first person that the client comes in contact with. You used to have a receptionist, Mm -hmm. and if the receptionist, if it went right with the receptionist by the time they got to the shampoo bowl and out of the shampoo bowl, all of that may have been forgiven. But you are the first contact person for the hair salon now, as is the assistant. Since the receptionist area, most of them have been done away with with COVID. Mm. Yeah. But I really wish people would take customer service serious. It is, it's baffling to me that they just don't see the need in it. I'd never forget I went into one of the retail stores and I was next in line, and the young lady at the register nodded her head like threw her head up like come this way i mm. looked around and <laughs> you know me i'm i'm of age where okay i don't i don't uh, i don't move to that then the next right. thing i don't know I you're talking no idea to? who you're talking to so the next thing she did was she put her hand up and motion, beck for me to come that way okay now that still don't work because i'm not that far and i can't hear you if you say next so I told the gentleman mm-hmm. behind me, I said, oh, you can go. That's fine. The next person mm-hmm. was up, Was next. I went to him. I said, uh, thank you so much. I'm not sure who that is. He said, oh, she's the manager. I said, you know what? <laughs> I can't. I said, sir, are you kidding me? He said, no, she's the manager. I was like, that, okay, thank you so much. The manager. <laughs> thank you
1: so much
0: without any customer service etiquette so you don't expect the staff to do anything different
1: mm-hmm. at all at all yeah But
0: i hope that it will you know change and people will take it serious because it can make or break 100%. a business it really can and especially with Yelp, very popular. You can go on there and just write anything you like, and people will read it and take heed to it.
1: And they're, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: they they take Is Yelp very serious. That's why it's there for reviews. But again, I didn't want to do that to them Saturday, but it's probably my last time over there for a minute because that's like the third time that I've frequent.
1: Yeah, oh. it's the
0: third time that I frequent that establishment. And Oh,
1: isn't that so frustrating? Very much so. Uh, especially when you give them chances.
0: I have given them quite a few chances lately, so I think that may have been the last straw.
1: Mm, see, and there it goes. You know, that's the part that people don't understand. Like, I don't have to curse you out. I don't have to tell you about how bad my experiences, my experience has been, or was, or is going. I can just not come back and it could just really be that simple. And you don't even know you lost Very
0: it. Very simple. I came home and had a peanut butter and honey sandwich with a banana and called it a night.
1: <laughs> Holly has peanut butter and honey sandwich.
0: Does she? I love them.
1: I always made them for her. Yeah. Them. I'm like, yeah, yeah, definitely
0: love yeah. those.
1: Yeah. Um, have you ever toasted it?
0: No, I'd be so hungry. Sometimes I don't have time to toast it. I need to slow down because <laughs> when I want it, I want it. So I have to...
1: Right. That is a yeah. craving thing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. something that I would crave. And yeah, I agree. I understand So <laughs> I'll have to
0: definitely toast the bread and take my time and do it the next time.
1: Mm-hmm. It's tasty, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I definitely i definitely be i'm i'm definitely frustrated most of the time after hearing those stories and and like I, I literally just heard one like i think it was last week and that's that's why i was like oh my goodness this is such a great topic because you know if we're constantly um unfortunately we're constantly having experiences that we probably shouldn't be having in places that you know, should be catering to us in a different way, and you know, there is also the whole blackness thing, where I think we get so comfortable with one another that we don't show as much um, as much care and as much nurturing as we deserve, um, and we we deserve to offer it to each other on top of getting it from other people as well. Like, I don't, I don't really understand why. Um, care is not top priority amongst Black folks, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I do feel like it is more of a thing now. I definitely do. I see it. I feel it. I hear it. Um, I experience more of it, especially coming from Black men, which is great. Um, but we just, we still a little bit further from that, <laughs> from that uh, target. Yeah, but we have
0: to learn how to, we have to treat each other better. And that's what I have, I have said this, mm-hmm. I have said this down through the years, and especially in the recent years, and especially with COVID, we need to treat each other better because again, you don't hear telling them doing any other race as fast as you hear telling them doing black people because they know they mm-hmm. won't be able to penetrate any other race Mm -hmm. they're not they're not doing anything to Mm -hmm. asian people because they already know that that community would let them have it Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. this community we're so distant and we're at each other and they see that so they figure well you don't care y'all don't care about each other already so what why do you why are you trying to make someone care from the outside
1: Right, that part. Yeah, and that's systemic too. Um, but I just need us to get away from the systemic you know, reason and just go towards changing it, breaking that that cycle, breaking that that continuous you know, kind of like um, plan. Well,
0: Break you have down. to make it like <laughs> I post something on Instagram uh, and it's you have to make a conscious decision at this point. You have to make it. Yes. You have to make a conscious decision. No storm. Okay. I was going to text the young lady that I work with and ask her, where's the snow? But she was off the Friday. And I'm <laughs> like, you know what? I'm not going to send that to anyone. I'm not going to send that to anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's the next <laughs> And so I right. just dealt with the day off and enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I understand that one. Well, you and me both, we both like to work. So it those days are usually hard for me too. Yes. to, like, be sitting with nothing to uh, one do. One of the
0: young ladies at work today, she was like, you work so hard, and then I told her how old I was, and she said, "Oh no, 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 you're not." And I was like, "Yeah, I've worked since I was 14 years old, and you know, my first job was actually in Wendy's. I worked there for yeah.
1: eight years,
0: <laughs> and you know, they did not play with customer service back in the 80s at all.
1: You know what, Wendy's, Wendy's was the shot back in the day.
0: Wendy's, Wendy's yes. was it.
1: I agree." I remember Wendy's was still like, they were like the bougie yes, fast food. The district <laughs>
0: managers were known for being on the grounds at any given point, And they would do a surprise visit in the middle of lunch. Mm. And everything mm-hmm. had to be in tip-top shape. I believe it. kid you not.
1: I believe it. But and it prepared me it. for
0: the workforce. It really did you had to be able to multitask and do it with a smile that's customer service
1: that is customer service whatever
0: is going on you still do it with a smile yeah because they don't need to know what's going on in the background
1: exactly okay that is an oh man that's another topic (laughs) right there. That is another one. So the next, the next Tuesday joint, we got to do that one because
0: I'll never forget forget (laughs) when we hired Pierre at the salon. And he came to me one day and he said, I had no idea this is what went on in the background. I said, well, you weren't supposed to, you're a client. (laughs) right but right. absolutely no one yeah. needs to know what's going on in the background
1: it's like the universal front in a relationship we don't need to know y'all and y'all got trouble in paradise deal with that stuff at home that is what privacy, your home is for <laughs>
0: privacy
1: right deal with it in private okay your relationship is a private matter like i don't Do want to
0: need to know
1: so yeah. Yeah, it's literally the same. It's like a relationship. Uh, working in a business is yes. like a relationship. And if you have no emotional intelligence, you won't be able to decipher which parts you should relate to different parts of your life. Like, you know, the, the clients are the guests, they shouldn't first, know.
0: And they should not know. I work some to Today, the patients were like, You guys get along so well. It's well, of course, you know, we do get along well, but even if it wasn't that, no one needs to know, no one, no patient needs to see that the staff is at each other. There's a time Mm -hmm. and a place for all of that. Yeah. And that's something I'm glad I was taught. There is a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. definitely yeah but I yeah. customer service has always been big with me and it will always be big and I say it all the time mm-hmm. it's uh, customer service and bedside manners go hand in hand I know they relate bedside manners to the medical field but you have a lot of people in customer service who don't know how to talk to people yeah
1: that energy man that energy. There's some people that are so off with their energy, they could shift the whole room yes. just by walking in. They ain't even got to speak.
0: And it's really sad, but I'm hoping that things will turn around yes. and when they look in the mirror in the bathroom <laughs> that they will begin to change as the late Michael Jackson used to say. It starts with the man in the mirror. <laughs>
1: hmm. Agreed.
0: So Yeah, this has been fun. Well, Z, (laughs) I appreciate you uh, on this first edition of What Are You Tired Of Tuesday? Tired Tuesday. And we look forward Mm -hmm. to doing more of these and just really trying to, really giving a platform for people to share and hopefully just turn some things around. We we need as much Mm -hmm. positive energy out here as possible
1: definitely agreed well it has been fun thanks Thank for, you for having joined. me um, yeah so hopefully I can't wait to the yes. work edition that sounds yes. exciting um, and you know if people want to come by my spot and listen for a few um, my, pa- my podcast is based on kind of like my therapy journal and my journey with um, the Healing Process and Other People's Journey because I have friends on like you, Billy um, and talk about what you're doing and where you're at in life and uh, Instagram at The Healing Stylist.
0: And um, then our podcast is The Black Wellness Journey with Z. That part. <laughs>
1: All right, Billy. Have like, a it's peaceful been real. one. Thank
0: you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Love, bye. Love Love you. Time. Thank
0: you.